0: Good morning, family. Good morning, Patricia. I have to say welcome to an open house of the Lord this morning. Welcome. Yes. I saw a few that were not so open on my way to church this morning. I did. The usual ones that I will raise my glass to and say, have a great service on the way in. Raise my glass to a very empty parking lots. Yes, which I heard on broadcast that that was the case, that some people were shutting down. I was hopeful that my usual people I see were not part of that, but, so that's why I say, yes, so welcome to an open house of the Lord this morning. And I was thankful and grateful um, that is not taking shots at them at all. I moved past that. It grieved me, I'll be honest. Huh? What? I just
1: said it's my door the same day.
0: What? I'm not taking shots. Oh, anybody. yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. Uh, it did grieve me a little bit and saddened me a little bit that of all the places for people to find information and wisdom on what to do, that those were the places that were not open to provide that. Um, so that grieves me a little bit, but it also made me thankful that we are learning and growing here at Harvest. We are learning and growing to be the place where people can find what they need concerning the situations that we're facing. Are you looking for something? Since
1: church is where people should come to get their information,
0: Um, are the ones
1: that definitely must
0: believe something that Satan's not wanting the world to get hold of? Wow, we are part of that number. You we are to be in that number. Oh, when the saints go marching. Well, oh, there you go. We are we are part of that number, and I had a moment of pride, I had a moment of gratitude. Um, and thanksgiving for what for what the Lord is doing here. Cause it didn't even cross my mind to not have it. Did, did that thought never, never entered into my brain to not have church on Sunday morning. Um, so, you plane. oh
1: no, oh, kill it. kill it,
2: kill
0: it. I might get there. <laughs> thing, thing. <laughs> yeah, like oh, yeah. all right, but those we can keep right turn it, the more at home, so I just
1: click it on and
0: let it go yeah. perfect um, so we are well, I wanted to give one quick um one quick uh anecdote about what pastor was was talking about in Bible study this morning. And he was discussing the covenant and people coming to him for agreement. And they may or may not be fully aware of what they're doing at the time. And things may or may not go, you know, may or may not last longer than 36 hours. Uh, I was one of those people. Um, and he probably doesn't remember this, but I remember this. And I think about it quite frequently, actually. So this was two thousand and. Eight. No, 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 2009. And we were talking, this was, we were talking something in church about maybe some of the like prayer petitions and agreements and something. I think we were talking along the same, the same lines, not necessarily specific to finances, but just life in general. Uh um, huh, or some other building. And so I'd written out my own, my own prayer petition. It was for a job and I wanted a full time job. And do you remember that? I wanted a full-time job, and I wanted to. I put in the amount. The amount I put in. You know, this is what I want to be doing. This is the amount I want, and you know, I believe I receive it. And I, I think I put maybe a deadline in there. I don't remember exactly, but I still have it on my computer. And mom and dad signed it. I signed it, and we sent it to my brother for him to electronically sign it and send it back. So the whole Pitts family agreed on it, and it was maybe somewhere in April, I want to say. And uh, you know, we're toddling along, things are going well. Well, there was an opportunity that came, and through one of the people that was at the church at the time, and I went to go on this job interview, and I had this moment where you know how you walk into a place, and immediately your spirit is like, danger, Will Roger, danger, Will Roger, exit the building immediately. Um, I had that moment when I walked into this, this organization to go for this interview, and like, I could feel I could sense in my spirit someone quite right in this place, but I sort of just, I didn't sort of dismiss it. I absolutely dismissed it. Just kept going through, went through the interview process, was offered the job, and the job was many things. One, not the job that I'd believed God for. Two, not the amount that I had covenanted with my family for. And three, not in any way, shape, form, or fashion, inconsistent with what I believed God for. But I still took the job. That was the worst, and when I say the worst six months of my life, I'm not kidding you all. That was the worst six months of my life. And you can ask my dad. Crying in our driveway because it was so dark and miserable and just, when I said I walked in and and sensed in the spirit this is not a place I needed to be, I should have followed my first, second, and third mind on that one and said, you know what? We're good here. Thank you very much. God's going to provide me something else that's not here. But I didn't. And I dismissed it. And it was the worst job experience I've ever had. And I've had a variety of jobs doing a variety of things. And I can I can, with confidence say that was the most unpleasant, miserable time that I've ever had as an employee anywhere. So I let that job go. And I went back to temping. Only, let me back up a little bit. When I took the job for this particular organization, a week later, where I was temping at the law firm I still am at now, HR called me and said, hey, we have an opening for blah, 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 blah. Are you interested? I was like, well, under normal circumstances, I would be, but I literally just gave my word a week ago that I would take a job somewhere else, the place that was hell on earth where flames were on the walls. I was like, I would, (laughs) but I would. Y'all think I'm kidding. (laughs) There were, if you could just put your little spiritual glasses on, you could just see flames on the walls, Um, because there was some screaming and gnashing of teeth definitely going on. Um, But I said, I would be interested, but I'd already given my word that I would take a job here and I can't go back on what I have said. I have to have integrity, I have to walk that out said, okay, you know, we understand that's fine. So fast forward to when I let go of that terrible, terrible job, went back as a temp and worked and worked, 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 worked. They came back and said, hey, we now have a position open for you. And if you go down the list of things on that petition, description that we agreed on, description, income, all of that was 100% in line with it. It cost me a year and a half. A year and a half if I had just held tight and held to what I believed and we had agreed as touching on believing that God was going to provide it. It cost me a year and a half of my life. And you say well, it was a year and a half. Yes, it was a year and a half, but it felt like 10 given all the things that I had to walk through, emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, all the things I had to deal with, it cost me a year and a half of my life because I I chose to disregard what i had held my faith to. I chose to disregard what I held mom and dad and Wesley's faith to. It cost me a lot of time, energy, effort, full life because I chose not to. So I encourage you all this morning, It is serious business and God is serious about it. It's not just us who's serious about it. The father is serious about it. And when he says, my kids are coming into agreement on something and they are taking me at my word, what I want them to, he he said, and I forget, it's either Isaiah or Jeremiah, but he says, keep my word in front of me. Remind me of what I have said. Not because he forgot, because he's God. He doesn't have a memory problem, but because he wants us to know that we are mindful of his word. That we are keeping it in front of Him, and so when we do that, He takes it more seriously than we do, and He is desirous and willing and able to perform it if we stay with it. Right. So I encourage you all this morning: <laughs> don't be, don't be like this one over here. Um, so I just. Yes, learn from, learn from our mistakes. <laughs> learn from us. Use wisdom instead of experience. It's best
1: to learn from
0: others' mistakes. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes. Use wisdom. Don't always rely on experience. <laughs> Sometimes you can pull from what other people have done and said, I'm going to do the opposite of that. Um, and I, I pretty, feel pretty sure I will get a much better result. So, um this is week three or four, and you have me again um, so yay, uh, welcome to me, I guess um, so we've the last um, two weeks, we have been doing some uh some interesting things. <laughs> In this spirit, Um, this started with the whole. It started with the coronavirus um, and our uh, stand—not just against it, but our our offense against it. Us taking authority over that spirit of fear, which Pastor talked about this morning in Bible City. It is a. It is if ever there was a uh, high on the totem pole, that fella is pretty high on that totem pole, um, in terms of of uh you know activity i'll put it that way um, he's used in a variety of ways, so we came against that because that was the that was what i what I believe the Lord let put on my heart that the coronavirus was the uh, container of if that makes any sense within the- within the coronavirus was the spear that was spreading and was mayhem fear chaos you can look in the grocery stores when i was there on wednesday and it just got progressively worse thursday and friday and i just sort of strolled through just out of curiosity yesterday and was like huh there's no pizza (laughs) there's no toilet paper there's no frozen vegetables there's no frozen fruit there's no frozen meat like what are we doing what what are we what are what are we doing here? And I was listening to a broadcast on the Kenneth Copeland Victory Channel on Wednesday. I told Pastor I was going to listen to it and kind of give some notes on it. And there, the message was, you know, we are standing against we're standing against the spirit of fear that has gripped and has truly taken hold of the lives of people in in our nation. And so they came against fear. And I told, I told pastor, I was like, I smiled because he, he used the same scriptures that I did that, you know, that we talked through two weeks ago and, you know, much of the same thing. I was like, yes. I hear from Jesus, <laughs> yes. Cause sometimes, you know, sometimes you wonder, we're like, really God, you want us to do what now? And what, huh? And so sometimes when you have people that you respect in faith who are further along in it, and when they're completely un- disconnected to what you're doing and they come along with the same message and the same delivery, you kind of take a little bit of comfort in that going, okay. Where it's, it, is a, it is a church-wide message, you know, that's being delivered. So that was two weeks ago. We we shrouded this world with the love of God that cast out fear. We came against fear. We we declared at who we listen to, which has been much more and more in my heart the last couple of weeks of who I listen to, what I listen to, how much of it I listen to, and it has been dialed back to zero. Um, because I I <sighs> I know what we declared 2 weeks ago and we said that was a day of victory and what I don't want to do is have other contrary words and thoughts coming into my mind that start choking out choking out choking out what I know our stand of faith is and what we said our victory was. And so I want to maintain that that stance. I want to maintain that. And then last week we talked about we talked about resting Right, we took from Psalm 91. We talked about resting in God. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High, those that rest in the in the protection and the the um, the defense of the name of God. They what they live and they dwell under that roof, under that protection of God Almighty. And then we said, we say, we declare, you are my refuge, you are my fortress, you are my God, and you will I trust, and all the other things that come along with it. And God bookends it and says, because they have set their love upon me, therefore I will deliver them because they know my name. Because they started out with, I know who my defense is. I know who my redeemer is. I know who my fortress and my defender is. He said, yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get on it. But we said resting, right? And we took Hebrews chapter four, Hebrews chapter three, and we said it's today and we hear his word and we are carrying it forward until the end, right? 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 Okay. So we are something like that. Yes. So this is going to be part three to that, and i it's part one, um, which was two weeks ago, was warfare in faith. Huh? Yes, warfare in faith using the love of God. That was week, that was two weeks ago, so I guess February the 29th, that sounds right, somewhere in there. March 1st. That sounds better. Since today is the 15th, March 1st. So that was warfare and love last or excuse me, warfare and faith using the love of God. Last week was resting in faith. And this week is going to be praise in faith. And I was thinking about this um I guess Friday, Friday. Friday. And um, I said a minute ago when we talked two weeks ago, we we said who we are go who we are listening to, and I went back and kind of studied a little bit more in First John chapter four where he talks about the spirit of Antichrist. You know, they are of them, and he says they are of the world, and the world listens to them, right? And he said we are of God. <laughs> they don't listen to us because they're not of God, but you listen to us because you are of God, right? And so we had to we talked then about you know what we gave our attentions to, correct? And so as the weeks went, as the days go by, as the days have gone by, I got to Friday. And one of those things of resting is that there is the invitation (laughs) to get up from your rest, (laughs) There is, there is the invitation. I'm gonna say invitation, because when you get when you get invited to something, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are absolutely going to accept the invitation. You've just been invited, right? You can say, "I beg your pardon. I appreciate the invitation, but I am otherwise engaged." Or, "Sure, I'm available. Hot dog, let's do this." So, just because you are invited to get up from rest, doesn't mean that you have to, right? Well, I was absolutely invited many times this past week to get up from rest and go, Lord, this is not working. <laughs> this is this is this is not this is not working. But every time I came back I had to go, "No. We have declared it. We have declared it. We have declared it and we are standing in faith for it and we declared not just what it is, but we declared victory over it." And I can't as a victorious person go, "Man, I sure I'm getting whooped right now." No, I have to stand in my place of victory, right? And part of that is resting in what we know his word says and resting in what we know he has done and resting in what we know he has called us to do, that he is working together with us on that. And so Friday, but what I was going with on Friday was the tendency to um, compartmentalize things. So Friday... Um, my teammate slash well, my boss slash my teammate because it's a mighty team of two of us. Woo-hoo. Um, she uh, she came to me and said, or she emailed me and said, "Hey, I'm going to send you this um, draft because we're going to be sending out an email to all of our clients about how we as a firm are preparing for you know either re- working from home remotely, but we're still going to you know serve and do whatever we need to do." I said, "Fine, I'll read it." So she sent it over to me. And as I'm reading it, I was like, no, <laughs> okay, Jesus. Because <laughs> there were things like in these uncertain times and in challenging times, it's challenging circumstances. And as the impact of the COVID-19 expands, we are blah, blah, blah. I mean, there were, it was just one phrase after another of woe is me. I was like... Correct. Correct. As, it, as the impact expands, I was like, that's not how you want to start that. That's okay. I was like, okay, Jesus, what, what do I do? Because I'm at work, right? I'm at work. I'm at my job, I, but I can't compartmentalize what I'm standing in faith for. I can't say it works on Sunday, but when it comes to Friday afternoon in my workspace, that it doesn't apply here. I can't say, you know, sure, because part of me was like, if I say, sure, send it as it is, in my spirit, I'm confusing my spirit as to what I said I believe and what I am agreeing with. Because by me saying, yep, in these uncertain times, difficult circumstances, you know, we're going to still make it through, which everything else you said above that pretty much discounted the we're going to make it through because you basically said it's expanding over the entire world. So good luck with the community making it <laughs> through. Um, you know, there were so many things in there that, that I could not, I could not say, yep, good as it is, send it out. So I said, okay, Lord, what do I what do I do? How do I handle this? Because I'm in a work environment, this is my you know, direct supervisor, but I know what I, as your servant, as your co-heir, as your covenant partner, have believed you for. How do I do this? And so he was like, well, <laughs> mark it out. <laughs> I like, go, okay. So I just sort of struck through, you know, all of those phrases of basically doubt and unbelief. They didn't know it. Like it, it wasn't, they weren't intentionally, you know, trying to bring the world down. They were basically mimicking and parodying what they had heard, you know, what the voices had been telling them. Okay, so mark it out. So, okay, well, mark that out. Mark that out. Mark that. There was a whole lot of strike throughs in the like a five you know sentence email. Whole lot of strike throughs. And so I said, you know, as information is daily evolving, <laughs> instead of as the impact expands, I was like, okay, well, we'll take that out. We'll take that out. We'll reword this. We will you know move through stronger as a community, and we will move through this. And I put in the email, I said, this is what I had at first. And the Lord was like, that's not going to work. <laughs> and, um, can we, I said, maybe this is my personality. Because I didn't want to come out and be like, well, as a person of faith, this is garbage. Like I didn't want to do that, even though that's what I'm thinking. Where I, can't, I can't go guns blazing, otherwise my entire witness is shot. I have no chance. And it's just going to be met with offense and frustration. So I can't. Correct. I can't go, I can't go that route with it. So I said, maybe it's just my personality, but can we tone down the quote alarmist language? I, I, re- I yeah, but I revised it also. That was why the Lord was like, that's not going to work. So, <laughs> so can we tone down the, this is what I originally had. Can we tone down the alarmist language? You know, something a little more even keeled. You know, correct. So I said this, 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 you know, whatever. And I I, I sat there with it, sat there with it. And I, I didn't have a release hit send because part of me was still struggling with. I've basically rewritten her email and I don't want it to seem like my way is better than your way. But you also ask for my input. So here's here's my input. But I still didn't have I still didn't have a piece. Huh? I
1: just said good song
0: here's, here's my input, but I still didn't have, I still didn't have a piece, huh? I, I got to work with these people, <laughs> so we got to figure this out, so I said, okay, I don't have a release to, to hit send yet, so, okay, what am I missing, and so the word alarmist was very, very bold, and the Lord said, we need to find another word, so it was like, okay, well, hey, thesaurus, what's another word for alarmist? It was like anxious and, you know, fear and this. I was like, we're not using fear. (laughs) We're taking that one off the table. And the one said anxious and uneasy. And I said, okay, I can work with those. So can we take out some of the anxious and uneasy language? Can we take, can we take some of that out? Hit send, so I was like, I'm heading to the gym, go to the gym. And the whole, and the, I won't say the whole time, the first, call it maybe 10, 15 minutes. And I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. The first 10 or 15 minutes while I'm at the gym and doing whatever it is I'm doing, I'm thinking to myself, Lord, I really hope she doesn't take offense to this. I really hope because I was already defending myself against what I thought she was going to say. But I was like, but I can't, you know, I can't separate this because we have stood for this, and I can't condone this language because then I confuse things. And I was like, okay, wh- what do I do? <laughs> the Lord was like, shut up. <laughs> could you, yeah. could you please just stop talking? And I stopped myself mm-hmm. and I said, I am not gonna have a conversation with myself that has never taken place. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I can't put myself in that. How many have done it? You've had conversations with yourself thinking. That this is what I'm going to say. Should this ever come up? And I'm already loaded. And I'm already ready to defend my cause. Over a battle, it hadn't even, Over a it hadn't even happened yeah. and started yet. And I said, I to stop myself. I cannot, I will not do this. Lord, I trust you that you are working. I had to, I changed it because I could not separate what we have stood for and say in the workplace, it's okay to have that commentary, but at church, it's not okay. So I trust you. I trust you that you're going to work it out somehow, somewhere you're going to work it out. Because I was thinking, well, maybe I should have said that or maybe I should have said that. I was like, no, 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 no. And I went and you know, finished my workout and got back to the office. And there was an email waiting for me that said, yes, positivity is better. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because she received it as positivity, but I received it as I'm standing with my declaration of faith. That's fine if you wanna take it as positivity. I have no problem with that whatsoever, but I knew on my side of the computer that it was imperative that I stay at rest in what we have said, thus says the Lord. We are covering this place with the love of God. We are purging it of fear. Fear, bow your knee. Coronavirus, bow your knee in the name of Jesus. I had to stay in that place of rest that I trust you as Jehovah, my mighty God, to take care of this situation in no matter the form that I'm in. I had to stay in rest, even though the invitation was there for me to not be in rest. And so as Friday wore on and we had the conversation and I get to Saturday, I was like, okay, Lord, but, you know, what, you know, what do we do? What do we do now? Because we we declared it. We declared victory. We said we're resting in what you've said, what you've done. You know, what are we, you know, are we good? You know, what What are we, what are we doing? And so he took me over to, I started just kind of going back through Hebrews that we talked about last week. Yes. That yes. Oh, I wasn't. I'm just getting water. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: She needed a breath of fearless air. Yeah. Because she had been, like many people, sucked right on into it. And you were the breath of God's fearlessness. I don't mean. No, I understand. Brave, I mean, fear. Less, Less conversation. conversation. She needed that breath. Her spirit was really, and her soul was really have been searching. That's my opinion. Have been looking for that. And can God, you, you breathe positivity. Is that, is that the right word? Yes. 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 Positivity yes. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I just wanted to interject. So thank God for that. Now, go ahead.
0: Well, Britney. you know, even we'll get uh, Hebrews chapter 2 is where we go and And, uh, you know, a part of that was, I was like, okay, Lord, in a a business setting, and I consider myself now on the business side of things, because my role has changed. I'm part of the administrative staff now in in my role. And so I have to think as a person who is in business. And if I was a client and a customer of, you know, ABC organization, what I don't want to hear is, the world is terrible. There's so many things to fear. Blah blah blah. But you know, we got this. We are well prepared to handle your needs. I, you know why I don't want to hear that? Because I hear that on channel four, five, eight, eleven, the news radio. I hear that. What I want to hear is your client is that you are aware of it, but you are in place to do whatever you need to do so that our business relationship goes forward. Right. Like I, I don't. They don't need to hear. That part of it, they need to know that we are proactive as your trusted advisor and as your counselors, we are prepared to continue our service uninterrupted. That's what they needed to hear. And so that's, that was my, my, was my secondary mindset in, in revising that email, it was number one, I'm not gonna talk fear. And number two, in the position that we are in, the voice that we need to have is one of, we are prepared and we are equipped to deal with your needs on an ongoing basis, even though we are aware of what is taking place. So that was, that was my thought process going through that. Primarily was we're cutting out the fear and nonsense, number one. And number two was that's not the voice we need to have as an organization, as a trusted advisor, right? Because that's the position that we are in. So, so that was that. But yes, you know, her short and sweet was positive. I was like, yes, okay, thank you. So, you know, because I was sweating it for about 15 minutes going, she asked for my opinion, Lord. So here here we go. Um, But what do we do? What do we do now? So remember, the first week was warfare in faith. Week two was rest in faith. Week three is praise in faith. And pastor has talked about this um, as kind of an underlining theme it may not be uh, explicitly said but he has talked about this process when we are in, when we are in prayer when we are believing God for things he has talked about this on a number of occasions we make our declaration our stand of faith we rest in his word but then we praise him for the answer we praise him for the work because there is i heard this phrase on uh, i think it was Jerry Saville. <laughs> what happens between the amen <laughs> And there it is. Amen. What happens between we said amen and there it is. Right. Whether that's 30 seconds, 30 minutes, 30 years. What are we doing in that meantime period? And this is where the praise part comes in. So we're going to start with, and we'll get there in a second. So Hebrews chapter two. Um, and you, uh, NIV is perfectly fine. Um, but we're going to start with the verses, so let's do this first. Father, thank you while you're finding Hebrews 2. Father, thank you uh, for this day, God. It is a day that you have woven together with your hands of love, your hands of purpose, your hands of power, and mercy, and grace, and revelation, Father. You have put this day together for us, and you've been waiting for us, your people, to come into it, Father. And so we say, here we are, Papa, to enjoy this day with you, to hear from you, to be with you, to learn of you, to love on you, Father, and we thank you that as you are imparting into us, Father, our hearts are open to receive, our ears, Father, are unstopped to hear, Father, and our mouths are open, Father, to speak your word, to declare your goodness, Father, to declare what you have for us to say, Father, and we are in faith, believing that you are acting on your word, Father, established here in this earth realm, and Lord, we thank you, Father, for it, we honor you for it, and we say that this atmosphere, Lord, is charged with your anointing. Father, you will say what you desire to say and you will do what you desire to do here in this day, Father. And we thank you that what you do in this house, Lord, we say this weekly, Lord, but it is truth and it is fact, Father, that it is not just contained within these walls, Lord, but it is permeating and changing the very makeup of this region, Father, Lord. The the sounds we hear, the air we breathe, the relationships we have, Father, the places that we go, the things that we do, Lord, are being fundamentally changed by. By your Spirit, by your Word, by your power, by the Holy Spirit, by the blood of Jesus, saturating this place, Father. And every work of the enemy has been uprooted. Every word of the enemy has been uprooted. Every tradition of the enemy has been uprooted, Father, and planting new seeds into fertile soil, Father, for your kingdom to sprout and to grow and to expand here in this region. And Father, we give you praise for it. And this day, we thank you for our role in it going forward. And we honor you and we pray praise you in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So back to the in between the amen and the, and the here it is. There, is. there is a time period. I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't know what it is. It's different for everybody, but there is a time period between the amen and the there it is. So let's talk about that this morning. Hebrews chapter 2. And we're gonna start at verses five and read through verse, oh, I'm sorry, button. Come okay, on. Okay. Verse five and read through verse uh, nine. Excuse me. When you're ready, say chapter two. And pastor, whatever it is you wanna say. Feel free to say it when you get to Hebrews chapter 2. Oh, now you want to be cooperative. Hebrews chapter 2, we're going to start at verse 5. And the writer says, For it was not to the angels that he has subjected the world to come, of which we are speaking. But someone in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you care for him? Verse 7, You made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him with glory and honor. You set him over the works of your hand. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. But uh, it says, uh, and everything, and put everything under his feet. For in subjecting all things, or for in putting everything under him, God left nothing that is not sub- subject to him. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to him. We'll come back to that here in a second. Verse nine, but we see Jesus, who is made a little lower than the angels, now crowned, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. Mm. Let's look back at verses. We're gonna look back at all of those here. But start from the beginning verse 5 what is or uh, for it was not to the angels that he has subjected the world to come so it was not to the angels but it was to somebody right but someone in a certain place testified. I love that. I love when the writer's like, somewhere it was written that, you know, this, this, this. Right. I love that because it gives me a little bit of leeway, a little bit of grace. I'm like, I know. I read it somewhere. It says blah, 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 blah. In the book of something, it gives me a little, it always makes me feel better that even the writer, you know, couldn't give book, chapter, and verse every time, but he knew he read it. Oh, speaking of which, it is Psalm 78:41 where the limited God is what you're looking for. You. No, I, Psalm I know, but Psalm 78, 41. Earlier you said they limited God and the oh, Israelites. God. Psalm 78, that's where we're going. Psalm, that's we're 78, saying. 41. You that. No, that was just a mental note. Brain fart, don't worry about it. Uh, 41, yes. Yeah, you, You're welcome, sir. So, but someone in a certain place testified saying, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you care for him? What is man? Why? Why, Lord, did you put man in this position? (laughs) Why, Lord, did you create man for all of this? Why? Why did you do it? And but he says, verse seven, you made him a little lower than the angels, but you crowned him man with glory and honor. And you set man over the works of your hand man. Now man in general, when he created Adam, that's 100% accurate. He was crowned with the glory of God. He was over the... the, God said, here you go. I created it. You tend to it and you take care of it. But then man decided to have a massive whoopsie-daisy and a lot of things happen, but God's purpose never changed. For man to be in dominion in this earth realm, for man to be in authority in this earth realm, God's purpose and plan never changed. So he brought Jesus Jesus is this man that is still crowned with glory and honor. He is our representative. I heard this from Brother Kenneth. Jesus is a man and he is our representative in the Godhead. God, man, God, son slash man and the Holy Ghost. We are in there with him. But he still says you've crowned him with glory and honor and you've set him over the works of your hands. But he went a little bit further and he said you have put all things subject under his feet. You have have given him the opportunity to direct your works, to direct what you do, but you've also put everything under his feet. Jesus is that man, but we are in him, correct? We're in him, right? We've been taught that for years. We are in Jesus. Jesus is in in us that we are inextricably linked. We can't pull one out of the other. We are locked in there. It says we are sealed in by the Holy Spirit, right? Right? We're in there. Okay. So you've crowned him with glory and honor. You've set him over the works of your hand. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in subjecting all things under him, it says God left nothing that is not subject to him. Now let's look at that very closely. That's verse 8. The writer says, you have put all things in subjection under his feet. You have put You have put past, present, or future. You have put. (laughs) You have put. Okay, you have (laughs) past, done, right? You have put all things under his feet, correct? Can we agree on that? He says, and there's nothing that was left out of you putting all things under his feet, correct? Nothing was left out. There's nothing hanging over here that's like, ha ha, I survived subjection. Watch me do stuff. No, everything is under there, right? But the writer says, yet now. Yet at present. (laughs) Yet now. So if he did put it all Passed. He did. The writer was like, "But there's something real funny <laughs> at this moment. We don't see everything subject to him at this moment, right?" Like we know that he has done it. We know that it is a done deal. We know that if you keep reading into chapter four, he sat down from his works. He's not planning on doing anything else. Correct. We know that he put every, we know the truth is that he put everything subject to Jesus. Funny thing, coach, right now, Mm. things look like they've kind of slipped out, you know, you know, and you know, sometimes your shirt co- tucked it in this morning, and then somehow or another, between me getting the car and getting to work, things have you know kind of come disheveled, right? He said. But at the present, we do not see everything subject to Him. But I love this, verse nine. What do we see? We see our Jesus. He says, Lord, I know that you've put every, I'm telling the people, I'm writing this to the, pe- the believers, I'm writing this to the church. I'm writing this to the church and telling them, God has put everything under the feet of Jesus. Everything, nothing was left now. But at the moment, we don't see it. Now, it's very important that we know the, the type of seeing that the writer is referring to, Okay. We don't see, he means with these things right here, aiding these things right here. (laughs) With our eyes in the natural, right? Right now now, in the natural with my own vision, what I can see, feel, taste, touch. Right now, I don't see it in my natural eye that everything is subject to him. I know that it is. I've declared that it is in the face of what my eyes don't see. So we have to keep that properly contexted, right? And in its proper order and in its proper place. Spiritually and by faith, we know, and by truth, everything is subject to Jesus. My eyes don't see it, but it is truth that it is. But I don't stop there, right? Right? I don't stop and go, well, I know it's true. My eyes don't see it, period. Right. Exactly. I don't, <laughs> thankfully, it's smaller. I don't put <laughs> it in. I don't put a period there and say that's the end of it. Right. My eyes don't see it, but I know it's true. That's not the end of the observation. That's not the end of my declaration, right? And this is, this is familiar teaching, but I want it to be specific and I want it to be, to be understood for now. He said, but we see Jesus, right? Okay. But what do we see about Jesus? What do we see about Jesus? Jesus. Read the rest of that scripture. What do we see about Jesus? Crown He's crowned with glory. Crowned with glory? What did you say, Pastor? Oh, I was Oh. We see Jesus, comma, who is made of the Lord of the angels, comma. So we can take that part out. Well, I mean it's important, but for now we can take that part out. We see Jesus blah, 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 now. Now what? crowned with glory and honor. Right, right, right. He said, we know all things are subject to Jesus. We know this. There's no question. There's no doubt. There's no ambiguity. There's no, Meh, it's Tuesday. So maybe things could go gone a No, we, everything is subject to him. Now with my eyes... I do not see it, but my focus and my spirit see Jesus crowned with glory and honor. If you see someone, if you, okay. I'll ask this question. and I realize I'm opening myself up to a variety of answers. And so I just come to terms with that now. If you see someone with a crown on their head, Help us, Jesus. What do you uh, um, <laughs> help us, Jesus? What do you, uh, um, <laughs> what do you? <laughs> I know who I'm dealing with. What do you, um, I got what do you? Th- <sighs> do, does that poor person have importance? When you see someone that has a crown on their head, do you think that person has importance? Would you hope that person has importance? We're not talking about Halloween. We're not talking about, you know, shenanigans and out with the girls. We're not talking about any of that. If you see a person with a crown on their head, regalia, clothing, some sense of uh, value and reverence do you assume that that person carries some sort of importance some sort of you know authority if you see them yeah. right Because there's a crown they have been given like that crown is an outward visual of what they carry just as their person right commoners, right? It separates them from regular people who probably carry a significantly less amount of authority, a significantly less amount of dominion, a significantly less amount of importance in the eyes of people, right? Because that crown is there signifying something, right? Whether you're Miss America, that means that you carry authority, you carry weight in your particular arena, right? Right? But especially talking about heads of state and nations and royalty and all that sort of stuff, that crown is an outward symbol of the authority that they carry, right? Right? But he says he has been crowned with glory and honor. But we see Jesus as an authority in dominion and his crown says honor, his crown says glory. His crown says the light of God. His crown says the power of God. His crown says the goodness of God, the weight of God. All of the backing of heaven, that crown says all of those things, right? So even though my eyes don't see everything subject, my focus and my spirit see Jesus in authority, in dominion, in rulership, right? So I wrote down, you said him, you said him, capital H, over the works of your hand. You gave him, um, you gave him the opportunity to direct what you do, to direct where you work, to direct the endeavors. You gave him that opportunity. You've put all things in subjection under his feet. All things are under him, defeated. Not just, they're not just hanging out there. There's a reason why they're under there. There's a, they are under there because they were defeated. They were under there because Jesus is victorious. They're under there because battle was waged and a victor was declared. Mm-hmm. Correct? You left nothing that is not subjected to him. We see Jesus crowned with glory and honor. Hebrews chapter three. Are we good so far? Chapter three, verses one through six. Now keep that in mind. We see Jesus crowned with glory and honor. We see Jesus crowned with glory and honor. Hebrews chapter three, verses one through six. When you're there, say Jesus, therefore, holy brothers, Let also let you know he's talking to Jesus people. He didn't say therefore world. <laughs> therefore, holy partner, holy brothers, partakers in a heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Jesus Christ, mm. who is faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses was faithful in all his house, meaning Jesus was faithful to God who appointed him, just like Moses was faithful over the house of the children of Israel. Right, right. Verse 3, for one, Jesus, capital, uh, capital O, Jesus, was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, in that he who builds the house has more, more glory than the house itself. Right. Verse 4, for every house is built by someone, but the house who builds, but the one who builds all things is God. Okay. verse 5, Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant, testifying about those things that were to be spoken later. Verse 6, but Christ, but Christ, the anointed one, him and his anointing the messiah the one who is prophesied about who was and is and is to return for his his body his family but christ the one who is everything is subject underneath him but christ is faithful over god's house as a son amen not a servant A son takes much more care of the things of his father than someone who is paid on a daily or monthly or weekly basis to take care of wherever it is that they are doing, whatever they're doing, right? If a painter comes to my house to paint my house, he's not going to own a house, but if a painter is coming to my house to to paint my house, he's not going to take the same amount of care as my kids would because they live there. My kids would because they're my children. My kids would because I have taught them. My kids would because guess what? It's their house, right? right. right? So for Jesus, it's not just God's house. For Jesus, it's His house. Right. His body, His family, His brothers, us sitting in this room—we are His house, and He tends and He looks over and He takes care of it, and He is faithful over it, meticulous over it, diligent over it, mindful of it as it is his own. Right? Whose house we are, yay. If, if, small qualifier, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of our hope firm to the end. It says, if we hold on to our courage and the hope of which we boast. Who likes to boast, who who likes to, who, who, try that again. Who enjoys or likes to boast about good things? I didn't say if you were the good thing, I said just good things in general. If it's you, go for it. If you did something great at work, Pastor and I have a saying that he who does not tooteth his own horn, his own horn geteth not tooteth. Right. So sometimes you got to go, do-do-do-do, do do do, 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 do. hear ye, hear ye, I rocked it today. Right. Even if you say, say it to yourself you boast you you take courage from the good you take courage from from those things that are positive you take courage from those things that are that are lovely you take courage and you take encouragement from those things that are that are good right i know that it's a rarity these days for people to boast about good things but that's what we that's much more edifying to people to hear about the good stuff than it is to hear about the not so good stuff right, right. As example, on Friday, correct. So it says, if we hold to if we hold to our courage and the hope which we boast, we're boasting about the hope that we have. We are saying, nope, this is all going to turn out for my good. Nope, I think about Philippians four. It says I uh, uh, think about these things, whatsoever is good and lovely, good report, virtuous, praiseworthy. What do we have to do? Think on those things. And if you think on those things, it's eventually going to make it into your heart and out of your mouth. This is lovely. This is good. This is praiseworthy. This merits me lifting my voice. This merits me lifting my, my, my words and praise to you for your goodness, your faithfulness, your mercy, right? Take, take the current situation out of it in any situation, in anything, in all things, giving glory and praise to God because he is good and he is worthy and he deserves that praise, right? In the face of whatever it is. Lord, I praise you, Lord, I honor you, Lord, I worship you, I give you good, and I give you the good that is, well, there's not a lot of good in me, but I give you the good that's in me because you are my praise, you are my praise, you are on my lips, you are in my heart, and I magnify you for the good God that you are, amen? Then not just give your little heart a little bit of a boost just thinking about it? It changes the perception, which is why they said, but we see Jesus. But we see him in a certain way. We see him as an authority. We see him as in power. We see him as king, not just as man, not just even as anointed one. We see him as king in authority in dominion. That's our viewpoint of him. But it says, Christ is faithful over God's house as a son whose house we are if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of our hope firm to the end. That rejoicing part, that, that part says boast. What other versions do we have floating around in this here room? Now, what do you have? Uh-uh. Rejoicing. Re- confidence in rejoicing. Confidence and
1: rejoicing.
0: Confidence and rejoicing. Same thing here. Oh, confidence in rejoicing. Confidence in rejoicing. Yes. Boast. Both. In the boast of our hope. If we hold fast and firm to the end of our joyful, oh yeah, joyful and exultant confidence and ooh, and sense of triumph. Yeah. there we go. I like that. Go ahead, go. Sense of triumph. Not a lot of defeated people, not a shoulder slumped down like, yep, we won that war.
2: was
0: <laughs> touch and go there for a while. No, we don't tell about that. We're like, we did this. We got this. They never had a chance. There you go. There you go, crown me, Victoria. See this belt that I have here? I didn't need some boxing, you know, uh, referees to say bye a narrow margin. No, That joker was unanimous. I won. Sense of triumph. Sense of I win. And you know what? You can't take it away from me. There's a W in my column forever. Why? Because the one who won made me more than a conqueror. Through him, Jesus, I am more. Say that. I am more than a conqueror. I win through Jesus. And we triumph over that. We have a little parade. We have some kazoos. Throw up our own little confetti. We got a party. We have a personal size cake because I'm not sharing with none of y'all. It's my cake, (laughs) my cake, you hear me? You can have your own cake, this is my cake. I'm throwing a party because I won. You know why? Because that battle was not an easy battle. There was a lot of opposition. There was a lot of naysayers. There was a lot of voices, but I stood fast knowing that I won. And that was the end result. They talked about it in Bible study this morning. What we agree on, we know that this is the end result of our agreement. This is what we know is going to be the end result. Even before we say we agree, this is what we are agreeing on. Lord, this is what we are agreeing on. This is the end result of our situation in the name of Jesus. The naysayers may say nay, the fear people may say fear, the oppositions may oppose, but we have agreed, thus says the Lord, and so be it. Amen. 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 This is the life of faith, as I'm learning, (laughs) as I'm learning on the daily basis, this is the life of faith. We take and we believe God at his word knowing he is faithful to it. Amen? Amen. But rejoicing in our hope, we are resting in our rejoicing. We are resting in our rejoicing. There is praise on our lips. Psalm 8. Two more scriptures, and we're going to put some, we're going to put some, we're going to put some, uh, We're going to put some feet, oh no, we're going to put some feet to our, to our words this morning. That, what I just said actually made no sense, but it'll make sense later. Uh, (laughs) Psalm chapter eight, there you go, that's what's right, I'm going to act on it. But I can't tell you what that is until we finish scripture. Psalm chapter 8, and we're going to read verses 1 and 2. And if you read the rest of it, you will see where the Hebrew writer, where he said, somewhere someone said, <laughs> this is the chapter he was referring to. This is the somewhere in the Bible. It says, Psalm chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. Oh, Lord, our Lord. How majestic is your name in all the earth. Majesty. What is that? What does majesty mean? Royal. What? Royal. <laughs> royal. What comes along with royal? What comes along with that? Authority, dominion, reverence, exaltation, respect. There is a man, somebody very important is, be, is here. He says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name. Not just you, although he is, but his name, Jehovah. We've talked about that. Praise, We Tehillah, uh, Yadah, Jehovah, Tehillah, El Shaddai, praise, the, 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 the deliverer, praise the, the, the victor, praise the one who has triumph, praise the one who is mighty, praise the one who has power, praise the one who, who goes before and is our shield and is our, 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 our way maker as we're going through this. Praise him, Jehovah. How majestic is your name in all the earth right here right here at this, this terra firma, right? So it is, there you go. Dirt, soil, air, water, cars, stop signs, mountains, valleys, hills in this earth. Your name is majestic. Your name is exalted. Your name carries authority. Your name carries dominion. Your name carries weight. When you walk in and your name is said, people's ears perk up. People's hearts surrender. People's livers quiver, especially if they are the enemy. They're like, oh man, they said that name. You know what? We're good here. Slide slowly moonwalk. No one saw us come in, no one will see us go out. You know why? Because they said the name Jehovah. And what does it say at the name of Jesus? Every knee bows. And what does it say at the name of Jesus? Every knee. Every tongue, if you have it, if you have a tongue, if you know how to use it, you say, confess Jesus is Lord. For what? To his glory. Amen. You have set your glory above the heavens. That means the heavens is awesome, but your glory is well beyond that. We just think the heavens are cool, we haven't even touched the surface of your glory yet. Verse two, out of the mouth, from the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise because of your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. Verse two, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained, the word in mine says strength, but it is translated praise. Strength, because there's a reason there's a reason why we're going through all this because right. of enemy. your enemy, right. because of the person that will not shut up. Shut <laughs> 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 just, you're like, for the love of Pete, will you just shut up? <laughs> Although the love of Pete does nothing, because I don't really know who Pete is, not really sure what his love will do, but that's what we say for the love of Pete. You know, for goodness sake, don't know what that does either, but we use it. But will you please just be quiet? You have ordained, meaning you have established, you have founded, you have commanded, you have set aside. When they ordain you as a minister, they set you aside. They consecrate you. They say you are now used for this purpose. We ordain you as a minister of the gospel. Your purpose is now to preach, teach, exhort, edify, use your words to minister to the people, right? You have set aside praise, you have purposed praise. You have dedicated a strong praise to silence the foe and the avenger. You have given praise a job. Your job from now going forward because the Lord has ordained it. It didn't change his mind. He didn't say it ended in you know 1462. He didn't say that. He said, I have set it in order. Praise you are set aside to silence the foe and to shut up the avenger. To do just like this. You may go on your way. If you look up silence, it says to restrain and to still, mm. to restrain and to still. That means all of your activity has suddenly become a lot more difficult because there's a giant rope around your hands, rope around your arms, rope around your legs, rope around your feet, rope around your head and a you know rag in your mouth. You can't talk, you can't move, you can't walk, you can't do anything. It's gonna be real hard for you to be a formidable foe when you can't even move, you can't speak. The Avenger, the one who injures, harms or humiliates. The one who injures and harms and humiliates. I've come to hurt you, I've come to put you in danger And I've come to make a fool out of you. That one hurts. I don't like to be made a fool of. I don't like to look foolish. I like to look like I'm the one who has intelligence, who has wisdom, who has considered, who has thought through and who has delivered wise counsel. I don't like to be made a fool of. But it says that avenger, his job is to injure to bring danger and to humiliate. But he says, I have ordained praise to silence that, to bring that to nothing. Praise. Praise. What does... Anybody have a different translation of the to silence the foe and the avenger? I have enemy in the modern English. uh, Foe, silence the uh, that you might silence the enemy and the avenger. Mm -hmm. Amplified, excuse me. Anybody have anything different from silence, anything different than enemy or avenger? To make the enemy and revengeful cease. Ooh to make the enemy and revengeful. Those are going for, go seeking out for revenge, to cease, stop, cease and desist. You've done enough here, right? You've done enough. We have declared that your time is, is done, right? Okay. Are you all still tracking with me? Isaiah chapter six. And we're bringing it bringing it home. So remember, week one was warfare in faith. Week two, rest in faith. Week three, praise in faith. Isaiah chapter six. Uh, Let's see. So that you may put to shame the cruel and violent man. Oh, man. Uh Oh, while you're finding Isaiah chapter six. Um, when, I, when you read out of the mouths of babes, some of it says babes and sucklings, babes and infants, kiddos, super young, right? I was like, Lord, okay. Why, <laughs> why babes? Why, you know, why young? Why not just out of the mouths of man, out of the mouths of people, out of the mouths of praisers, out of the mouths of mankind why did you specifically say out of the mouths of babes and sucklings and he was like well kids don't really care kids don't care they they say they are bold about it they they have they are and he said this word unashamed unashamed they will do just about anything there is no shroud there is no veil it's only when adults are like now honey Mm. now you shouldn't do that you know people might say something people you never know they will cry they will scream they will laugh the most inappropriate things because they don't know it just sounded funny to them and they, they they are unashamed They have not yet been taught how to be restrained, how to be resilenced, how to withdraw, how to know what is They have not yet been taught. They are unashamed. And so, when he says, out of the mouths of those that are unashamed, I have set aside praise right. to stop the enemy and to shut up the Avenger because they are unashamed in their praise to me. Right. They refuse. Right. They refuse to care about what the neighbor says. They refuse right. to care about what mom says. They refuse to care about what grandma says. They refuse to care about what, care about what the schoolmate says. They refuse. I am unashamed in my praise to the Almighty. And frankly, I need to silence the avenger. So I'm not really concerned about what you say unless you plan on doing it, unless you plan on getting yourself out there in front of the enemy. I don't have time to listen to you. I am in a fight for my life. So I unashamedly (laughs) praise. I unashamedly give glory to the God who is crowned with glory and honor, who sits on the throne, who, who is royal, who is mighty, who is majestic, who is my triumph, who is my victory. I unashamedly offer him praise. And in the midst of that and because of that, the enemy says, you know what? She means business. Silence. Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah chapter 6 verses 1 through 3. Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Isaiah says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. He said, I saw this. I don't know about you, but if I saw the Lord in this picture, couldn't tell you what my response would be. Probably would be very similar to His. Woe is me. Yeah, right. Woe, more just woe. I'm not even sure I would get to the is me part. Right, right. I might just be more the woe me. The presence, the presence, the manifest presence of God came and showed himself to Isaiah. High and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. and With two, he flew. Verse 3, one cried to another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Yesterday I was at home and I, I just spent some time, just spent some time with Jesus yesterday. And as he was preparing me for this praise and faith, I thought, well, I might as well do it. And here we go. So I just spent some time just praising the Lord. And it started off, praise you, Jesus. <laughs> praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Because it wasn't exactly, you know, I didn't have a direction. I didn't have an intent. I didn't have a, you know, this is where we're going. I just said, I'm just going to praise you. And so I just walked around my bedroom, walked around my second bedroom, up and down the hallway, just praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Jesus. Glory to you, Jesus. I exalt you. I magnify you. I make you big. I make you clear. I make you seen. You were revealing yourself. Praise just went on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And I got to this moment of praise you, Jesus. Holy, holy, holy. Heaven and earth are filled with your glory. Holy, holy, holy heaven and earth are filled with your glory. And as I'm saying that, I just sensed in my spirit, you need to go find that in scripture. And so I looked and I looked in Revelations, and it was different. Because that's, you know, blessing and honor, glory and power belong to you. That's not what I said. I said, heaven, holy, 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 heaven and earth filled with your glory. That's what I said. So I'm looking through, looking through, looking through. And I came to Isaiah 7, or excuse me, 6. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, God almighty, Jehovah, director and commander of the angel's army. But it says the whole earth is filled with your glory. Heaven's good. Heaven is good. The earth is what needs the glory of the Lord to be released. Heaven has all that they need. Angels, thousands upon ten thousands are constantly singing, holy, holy, heaven is good. You have all the saints that have gone before who are just in constant awe around the throne of God. Heaven is good. Earth is good is what needs the glory of the Lord to be released and to be seen here, 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 holy, holy. And the angels even had sense enough to know where the glory needed to be. Cause remember they came and they came when, when Isaiah saw the Lord, this is what they were singing. This is what they were saying. The earth is full. Not even the earth should be full. Or man, we really wish the earth would be full. They said, no, we declare. The earth is full of the glory of the Lord. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is Full of whose glory Jehovah's the Lord of hosts creator of heaven and earth the victorious one the one in rulership the one in dominion the one in authority says heaven and earth are filled with his glory but he said look again and I had to back up and it said one Cried to another. Right. Yeah. One cried to another. It says they were calling to one another. In the voice, I think it says this rush and this sound of, of melody, of, 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 of praise, one to another. And Mr. Mark said it this morning in Bible study. We were talking about the prayer of agreement, and he said they verbally said to each other what they were agreeing on. Right. He said it this morning. and I was like, huh. okay, Jesus. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. One to another. I love that picture because they weren't even like, yes, the, the focus was the Lord, but they were saying, guess what? Mm. Guess what? Heaven is full of the glory of the Lord. And they said, no, 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 holy, holy. The earth is full. They were like, no, 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 no. Heaven, heaven and earth is full of his glory. No. And they got excited with each other back and forth. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Heaven is, or earth is full of the glory of the Lord Two, one another. Two, one Another making their declaration of praise that the whole earth is filled with the glory of the Lord. And as I was just in prayer and in praise yesterday, I sensed in my spirit that this is what the Lord is directing us to do today. That we, as his body, as his house, which he said he is faithful over, which he said he is appointed as the apostle and high priest over, that he has set over our profession, that, that the Lord has put Jesus in direction of all the works of his hand, that things are subject to him, that now we see Jesus, how crowned with glory and with honor, And that same Jesus who is crowned with glory and honor, we as part of his body, one to another in agreement and in unity and in our place of victorious rest, praising him that the whole earth is filled with the glory. Of the Lord, you say, why is that important? Why, why? That's kind of a lofty and ambiguous thing to say. Well, if you turn to Isaiah 60, you don't have to go there, but Isaiah 60 starts out with arise and shine. Why? For the glory of the Lord is upon you. But there is a reason. He says, darkness covers what? The earth. Gross darkness, the people. He said, but the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. So when we say holy, holy, holy is the Lord, the whole earth is filled with your glory. That means, Lord, it is dark. Not just on the earth, but the people. And once the earth is covered with the glory of the Lord, the the, the glory of the Lord also covers the people. But we need to remove, the darkness needs to be dispelled. The darkness needs to be swallowed up in the glorious light of the Lord of hosts. Here in the earth. So one to another. This morning it might feel awkward, but my my prayer coming into this day was Lord, you do and you say what you want to do and what you want to say. And I come against that spirit of embarrassment, that spirit of self-consciousness, that spirit that would like to keep us restrained and withdrawn. And I can't do this and I can't do that. No. In the name of Jesus, we are in unity. We are one, and we are doing this together. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. So stand this morning, and I want all of us to be almost like they were around the throne of the Lord. We're just going to be in whatever geometrical shape we can make in between the chairs. I am not, I'm not the Lord. I am part of the, the seraphim that are declaring the glory of the Lord. Mom, come and join us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you,
2: Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Yeah, you're fun. You're fun. Wherever, whatever you want. Thank you, Jesus. That'll work that'll work. We can see. Yeah, we can see. We can see. Thank you, Jesus. Just take a moment. Father, we praise you. Father, we praise you. Father, we praise you. Father, we praise you. We We thank you that your word has said out of the mouths of those that are unashamed. Out of the mouths of those that are bold, out of the mouths of the world that are are purposeful and intentional and unrestrained. Father, you have ordained a strong praise to silence the one who continues to say in our ear it isn't working. What you're doing, it's small. What you're doing has had no impact. What you're doing has had no effect and has not stopped my work. And constantly in our face, it's telling us, I told you you were too small to deal with me. You were too small to deal with my strength. You were too small. But today, Father, we say ha, ha, ha (laughs) on the enemy. You lie, you lie. It hurts. What we did to you two weeks ago hurt you. It caused you damage in your kingdom. Your fingers were removed. Your work was diminished and you have made a last, last gasp of showing that you are still in control, but you are not. You were told to bow your knee. To the name and in the name of Jesus. And we have not moved from that position. We know the God on the inside of us, we know the Spirit that is working, we know Jehovah who is in control we have rested in the name of Jesus. We have rested in the name of God Almighty. We have rested in his word. We have rested in his truth. We have rested in his power. Now we praise him for the God that he is, the victorious, triumphant King of kings and Lord of lords who is covering and who is protecting and who is removing and destroying the work of the enemy. We praise you this morning. We glorify you this morning. And we to one another, we to one another, we to one another in agreement and unity and in harmony. And as one, we lift our voices this morning and we say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The earth is full of the glory of the Lord. Holy, holy holy is the mm. Lord God. Mm. Earth mm. Full yes. God give in your keep it going peace. You are not able so cold in the heaven. You can aso trosten in your paranter this The whole earth. The whole earth is full of the glory of the Lord. Darkness is dispelled. Holy. Bonds are broken off of those that are oppressed of the enemy. The spirit of fear is being removed. The spirit of fear is being restrained. The whole earth is full of the glory, the goodness, the power, the weight, the dominion, the authority, the light of God. The whole earth. Holy are you, Lord. Holy are you, Lord. Full of the
1: glory. Holy.
0: Amen. Yes. 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 Yes, yes, yes. The arrow of deliverance. The arrow of deliverance. Yes, yes. Hallelujah eleneni adrestio sime khelendi astraste mesete nio toro tria praşte keleneni o tokoreştea sime destgreni amare brestocu khelendi o toştea we praise you we praise you we praise you we praise you we honor you we glorify you we bless you we praise you we praise you we praise you, you are exalted you are magnified you are lifted high ah, you are glorious We thank you. Yes. 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 Thank you, Jesus. 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 Praise you, Jesus. Holy.
2: Holy. Holy holy. Holy. It's Lord God almighty The
0: the whole earth. (laughs) Is full of his glory <laughs> I say to you holy 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 is the Lord Almighty the whole earth is full of his glory I say to you holy 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 is the Lord Almighty the whole earth is full full of his glory, I say to you, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of your glory. (laughs) I say to one another, yes, 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 we agree. Thank you, Jesus. Just say to the person next to you, I know it's an odd number, but say to the person, to your, yes, holy,
2: holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth, the earth is full of his glory. Holy. Thank you, Jesus. Holy. Holy. Holy.
0: holy, 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 holy,
2: holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. 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 Yes. 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 Glory. Yes.
1: Amen. We win. Yes. is
2: Lord. Lord.
0: Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Not just saints, but amen, soldiers. Amen, Amen, victorious, triumphant soldiers. He gave us a strategy. He gave us a warfare plan. We executed it. We are resting in the goodness of that plan, and we are resting in our victory, and we are telling our commander-in-chief, ha-ha, praise you for an executed and perfect plan against the enemy. The avenger, by your plan, has been
1: silenced.
0: Thank you, commander-in-chief. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. The angels have gone to go do the bidding on the voice of the word. Angels, you are going to do what is necessary. Right. Searching out every place of the enemy, searching out every cavern, every cave, every right. hole, every tree, every place where the enemy thinks he right. has been covered. But angel army, you have the vision of the most high God and you see where they are. You see where the groups are. You see where the, where the kind of... Uh, uh, Um, what's the word? The hot spots. That's what it is. You see where they are and angels. You are going to do and to tear down and to destroy every place of the enemy. There is no hiding place. The kingdom of God has ferreted you out and brought your plan to naught. In the name
2: of Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. 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 Pastor said it. We win. Amen.
1: Don't be surprised at over the news. Thank you, Jesus. That you don't hear about the wide spread as has been predicted. Don't be surprised. Just smile. And say, Thank Jesus is yes. Lord. Lord. Don't be surprised at the mass hysteria yeah. about the high numbers Bloody of what they, they own definitely own. know will happen. The yeah. Avenger yes. has been silenced. Yes. Don't be surprised <sighs> that the numbers never reach. Amen. Remember that t shirt Wesley sent me a picture of, and I passed it on to you. I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't, know how we're, I don't know how I'm going to win. I only know I shall not be defeated.
2: or Something like that. That one? Yeah, she got closer than I
1: did. I don't know how. I'm, I don't know how.
2: I'm going to win.
1: But all I know is I will not lose. I will not lose. <laughs> I will not do Did I send that to you? No. I, I
2: think, think we. I guess
1: I stuck shall in there. I didn't say it. Whatever.
2: I, I think know. we talked about it. Amen. Ooh, amen. Amen. I know. Amen. I know. Amen. I know amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> amen. 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 Do you remember when I know
0: what the enemy hates when we do? Oh, yes. Clap. (laughs) Hurt his little ears for a moment. Hurt his ears for yes. Fear. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank, you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You can. Amen. Amen. You're welcome. You're welcome. Amen.
0: Um. What's <laughs> next? Uh, time to uh time to uh give with our substance this morning yes 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 yes, yes. thank you jesus
2: thank you jesus
0: oh look at there look at there three oh two one ready as i honor the lord god almighty with my substance and the first fruits of my income i believe that god has opened the windows of heaven on my life and has poured out blessings that i do not have room enough to contain the devourer has been rebuked and my debts have been canceled I believe that God has given me the power and creativity to get wealth so that his covenant might be established in the land. God's wisdom concerning all business and financial matters is coming to me daily as he surrounds me with supernatural favor like a shield. As I give today, it is being given back to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I am being blessed so that I can be a blessing to others. I command the angels of God to go forth to bring my harvest to me. And I declare that my harvest is mine now in the name of Jesus. No matter the circumstances, what I feel or see, the word is working mightily in me. Amen amen. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We just praise you. Father, we just praise you. That's all we do. And right now is we praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you, we exalt the name of Jesus. We magnify you. And we just tell you this morning that we love you. We love you. Father, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you love us enough to give us your word. Thank you that you love us enough to give us Jesus. You love us enough to give us your Holy Spirit and to give us the blood of Jesus and to give us all the things that you have. Father, we say thank you this morning. We honor you and we praise you. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your wisdom, your blessing, your favor, your goodness, your mercy that follows us all the days of our lives. And we honor you for it in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.